Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Happy Saturday. Hopefully your January is going well. Uh, my name is Robert Kuhn. This is Destination Retirement. I am also the host of this radio show. But in addition to that, I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We are a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are fiduciary. Everything we do is to try and craft strategies for individuals that are customized, that don't just track the market up and down and make sure that we have characteristics in the portfolio that can do well, whether the markets are up, whether they're down or whether they're sideways. And if you've listened to the show in the past, you know that we are convinced based upon 26 years of Oh, just really firsthand knowledge that most advisors are crafting portfolios that do nothing but track the market up and down and people are paying for that right. I'm amazed. So if you want to have a conversation, it doesn't matter what it is uh, in regards. If it has anything to do with investing, please uh, reach out to Paige. She can set up our initial call. That number is 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you can hear the radio show, we can work with you. We do run the show in multiple markets, so we are trying to get our message out, and we're very, very excited about uh, what we're doing. So uh, a lot to get to, obviously, uh, this week uh, has been pretty volatile. I think that's uh, going to be par for the course, especially in this market. There are many things I want to uh, share with you today. Uh, When you look at tax planning, I want everyone to please hear me. Tax planning is a year round activity. Most individuals, when you look at the tax strategies, the tax um, planning uh, investments that they are being provided, it is, in my opinion, the most overlooked area of financial planning. If you're with a big bank or a big brokerage firm, then I promise you, you do not have proactive cutting edge tax strategies. The most proactive and cutting edge that you're going to get is trying to match gains with losses. And that certainly uh, in today's day and age isn't uh, very proactive at all. So if you're looking for strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income to the tune of 70 to $80,000 per $100,000 invested, those strategies exist. And if you've sold a building, if you've sold a business, if you're a high wage earner and you're looking to reduce your taxable income, if you're taking distributions from an IRA and you want to do it tax efficiently and you want a strategy that can reduce your taxable income to the tune of seventy to $80,000 per $100,000 invested while receiving uh, what we consider to be above average annual distributions that are not dependent upon the stock and bond market, let's have a conversation. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. So when we look at uh, you know January, January is always a busy month for us. Uh, I'm amazed 
at the people that we've talked with that have missed out on uh, equity returns from their equity managers inside of uh, just their portfolios. Still many advisors. We talked with somebody this week. It was a, a almost seven digit, uh, uh, seven figure portfolio and they had 35% cash and they were up 7% last year. And that is just not good enough when you have equities, when you have significant equity exposure and you're sitting in cash to the tune of 30%. Yes, you're earning 5%, which if it's in a money market, so hopefully that, uh, you know, is at least sitting in a money market, but uh, that's just not good enough. And I think when you look at what people are trying to hedge against, we are coming across so many individuals who are concerned with the market. They're concerned with the uh, pace of inflation. We're, they're concerned with geopolitical risks. They're concerned with you know, global health concerns. They're concerned with longevity. They're concerned with outliving their money. They're concerned with risk of rising health care costs, social securities and pensions. Um, you know, we see a tremendous amount of risk and I don't think the industry, well, I know the industry hasn't done a good enough job talking about strategies that can hedge that risk. And if you've talked with us, you know that there are strategies available from the big banks that, uh, JP Morgan, for example, you know, one of their dual directional bank notes, it's a strategy that you actually can make money on the upside, still make money on the downside until a certain point, and then have a really good cushion in place if the market markets do uh, correct significantly. And there are other uh, banknote strategies that can pay. We did one um, last week. Well, we're working one actually that's paying over 11% annualized. As long as the markets don't go down 30%, that is significant. 11% annualized over 11% annualized as long as the markets don't go down 30%. And that is paid, those uh, distributions are paid monthly. So we're spending a lot of time talking about strategies that if and when we get a market pullback, which ultimately we know it's going to happen, we want to make sure that we have clients that are still available or still potentially making money. And, and that is the job of an advisor. And if you don't have those strategies in place, I think you must reach out to somebody. We'd love to talk with you, 630-492-1912, because again, that's the job of an advisor. It's not just to make you money when the markets are up. It's to greatly reduce your taxable income and it's to still include strategies that can do well when the markets don't. My job is to be the intermediary between Wall Street and the banks and the insurance companies and really understand and educate you on the strategies that can do well when the markets don't do well. Because if we look at economic conditions, I mean, there's there's just risk and, and, and risk is OK if you uh, have the right strategies in place, if you can take advantage of those, the, the volatility, not be controlled by it. So, yes, we have market volatility. We have interest rate risk. There is uncertainty. Demographic shifts are certainly happening and there's a lot of validity to adding strategies. Again, we're talking 50 percent of the portfolio. We're not talking the equity strategies. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But we're talking about 30 to 50 percent of the portfolio that you can still to receive returns, even if the markets are down. And <clears throat> we look at, you know, what uh, those strategies, you know, are, because on the radio show, when I listen to other radio shows, again, we sell education. That is my primary goal. That is it. 
I can listen to all of the other radio shows and I know immediately, well, they're trying to sell an annuity or they're trying to sell, you know, a timing strategy that's not uh, historically accurate in any way, shape or form and it's back tested performance. So I can listen to a show and immediately know what they're trying to sell. Our job is to educate. That is what I'm selling. So if I'm guilty of selling anything, it's education. My job is to create strategies that have a defined outcome, a strategy that you know going in before the market happens when you don't have to make an emotional decision that you know what is going to ultimately, you know, what the floor is and you know what the cap is. So if you're looking for strategies that provide protection, there's some very interesting five-year type uh, buckets of money. Now, again, the dual directional bank notes that we talk an awful lot about, you can have positive returns as long as the market's not down more than 20%. Those are generally 15 month strategies and we love them. I mean, we absolutely love them. How great is it to know that you can capture the first 20% of the market on the upside. So you get hundred percent of the S and P performance on the upside up to 20% and you still make the inverse return in, in a negative market. So if the markets are down from zero to negative 20, your return is the inverse. So you heard me correctly. If it's down, if the market is down 10 in 15 months, you're positive 10. If it's down 20 in 15 months, it's positive 20. So that's a very short-term strategy, 15 months. There's a lot of people who are concerned about the direction of this market. They're concerned about the election. They're concerned about what's going on down at the border in Texas. They're concerned about uh, just a, just a whole host of different strategies. So why not take some money and put it in a strategy that backed by one of the world's largest banks, most credit worthy bank. And you can have, you you know, some rest at night, some sleep at night uh, inside of your portfolio, knowing what is ultimately going to happen. So again, I mean, that's 15 month money for those individuals who have IRA money or a little bit longer term horizon. There are some very good five year strategies that we're seeing to the tune of it's 100% principal protected on the downside. So, you know, your worst year is zero and you currently get the first 11 and a half percent of the S&P 500. And once you get that gain, that gain is locked in for the life of the investment. So think about that. 100% principal protected. You know your worst year is zero. You get the first 11.5% currently of the S&P 500. So if the S&P is up five, you get five. 10, you get 10. 11.5, you get 11.5. If it's up 15, you get 11.5. So there is a cap on the upside. But again, We're talking about our safe money because look at what bonds have done. Look at the returns of bonds over the last three years. Very, very challenging. And then back to that five-year strategy. If you get a gain in a year, that gain can never go away. It's locked in for the life of the investment. So when you look at what many investors are looking at, especially if you're working with somebody from the radio, generally speaking, you are looking at something in the annuity space and annuities, you know, when we look at annuities for your growth money or for your protection money for not for income, but for your protection money, there, there could be some good strategies, good annuities out there. Here's the problem. Nine out of 10 annuities are not growing. I've looked at 360 sub accounts over the last year. Uh, and I think last year, I think six were positive. Think about that six. So if you do own an annuity, what I hear the, the biggest complaint is there's no growth and they're just not growing. And what happened with bond markets? They, you know, unfortunately they, a lot of them just didn't grow last year. And a lot of the 
time commitments are excessive. And so if you do own an annuity and it's not growing and it's not tied simply to the S&P 500, that's the only annuity that we would ever recommend, one that is tied to the S&P 500, or at least has the S&P 500 as an option. And it's a good uh, cap rate and it's relatively short term. Uh, let's look at that. Let's look and see if we can help you either reposition that money into another strategy, reposition that money into another annuity that's shorter in duration that could give you more growth. Uh, we're, we're doing so much when it comes to annuity repairs because of what happened and what has happened in the bond market. It has just prevented these strategies, the bulk of them from growing. So 630-492-1912, I want to give you, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, hedging, we talk about protection. You have car insurance, health insurance, homeowners, insurance, renters, insurance, whatever. We always protect on the downside, but when it comes to your portfolio, very rarely are we seeing uh, individuals have protection inside of their portfolio or a hedge inside of their portfolio. And it's unfortunate. And that is what is wrong with with Wall Street. They want what's easy. They want what everybody understands. They want something that they can sell quickly to, uh, to get a, a client quickly. And then they just give the same song and dance that, well, the markets are down. It's ultimately going to come back. I mean, listen, phenomenal for the advisor's personal income. I mean, how great is that? I heard somebody that, well, we won't get down that rabbit hole because I want to get this statistic out to you before uh, this uh, segment ends. But hedging, protection, it's important. You can still protect and you can still make money. That's the challenge that most people don't fully understand. So if you look at the S&P 500, if we go back, oh, many years, but if you go back to uh, 1996 through 2022, the S&P, if you put in $100,000, the S&P grew to $623,000. So yes, very, very good growth. Now we had a lot of volatility during that period. We had periods in the 2000s where the markets were down 10, 13, and 23%. Then you had 2008, it was down 38%. Then you had 2018, then you had 2020, then you had 2022. Uh, so we've had a lot of volatility, but if you were able to stomach it, your 100,000 grew to $623,000. What if you had a strategy that collected just the only, just 11.5% of the S&P where you knew your floor was zero, right? So your floor was zero, you couldn't lose money, your gain was locked in, your cap on the upside was 11.5%. Well, guess what? That $100,000 grew to $650,000. So you actually beat the S&P with significant less volatility because there's a lot of people in the early 2000s and 2008 that just couldn't take it anymore and they realized that loss. So protection doesn't have to mean no growth. So let's have that conversation. If you want to uh, talk about that, we're going to talk about financial planning, income planning, and tax uh, reduction strategies after the break. Give Paige a call, 630-492-1912. Perhaps the most impactful piece of preparing for retirement is determining your current and future tax liability and developing strategies to minimize the amount of taxes you pay in retirement. Tax planning can have a large impact on your wealth. 
the kind of legacy you will be able to leave. At Kuhn Capital Partners, we provide you with a retirement strategy that can help you minimize taxes in retirement and take advantage of the 2024 tax rules. Visit KuhnCP.com or call our office at 630-492-1912 to get started today. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn, president, founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, independent registered investment advisory firm, and yes, a fiduciary. Everything we do is to construct portfolios that have characteristics that can deliver when the markets are up, down, or sideways. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, For those that don't know, we do have a dinner coming up in February in Naperville, a very targeted dinner. It's a strategy that is a tax reduction strategy in the energy space. Uh, You can greatly reduce your taxable income, 70 to $80,000 per $100,000 that you invest. That pays above average distributions, in our opinion, anywhere in the neighborhood of targeted distributions, 13 to 17%. And it's uh, very unique, very unique for the individual and that's uh, something we're really excited about. So if you have any questions on that, uh, you do need a million dollar net worth for the dinner. Um, that's what's required for the strategy. Not a million dollar investment, just a million dollar net worth, not including uh, your house. So if you fit that criteria and you want something in the energy space that can drastically reduce your taxable income and still pay targeted distributions, Uh, low double digit to mid to high double digits, then it could be a good dinner for you. So it is in February. Uh, Give us a call and uh, we can uh, give you the information and uh, have a conversation to make sure it would benefit you so you're not wasting your time. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Set some time up with Paige um, to get on my calendar and uh, we can have a conversation. So the question I keep getting uh, from investors, uh, are we in a bull market yet? It's really interesting. Uh, when we look at volatility, you know, it, it, investing is really, you know, what has happened over the last day or two. It, people have a very short term memory when it comes to investing. My concern, again, is that individuals, investment advisors, they're still utilizing fixed income as a means of portfolio diversification, portfolio stability. And there's more and more research that is coming out that just shows that the equity and the fixed income markets in many instances uh, move, uh, they're very correlated. They move very, very similarly, similarly when it's either up or down. And the challenge uh, with that is if you're working with an investment advisor and your portfolio protection is only fixed income, how is that done the last three years? I mean, it's probably been a challenge. And so we have to look at things differently. And with the evolution of technology, it really truly comes uh, access to strategies that uh, for the individual investor that used to require seven figures, generally speaking, uh, now um, the minimums in many instances are a thousand dollars. And so, you know, we have to include those. We have to look at asset allocation differently. It's not just stocks and bonds. Those are, you know, 1980s. So question I'm getting a lot of 
is are we in a bull market yet? And if you look at kind of the magnificent seven and you look at, you know, the stocks that have really driven the market, it, you know, you look at what happened in 2022. I mean, many of those stocks were down 50%. So you really didn't like, you know, those names. Last year, however, they were up significantly. And it was towards the end of last year that if you bought uh, many of those names in 2022, you just got back to even if you were able to stomach, you know, that downside volatility. So I think even as stocks hit new highs, I think investors may have to wait longer for a durable bull run. And that's my concern. My concern isn't necessarily that we're going to see in 08, we're going to see a, you know, early 2000, 2001 and two, where the markets were down 10, 13 and 23% in three down years. That's not necessarily a concern of mine. Uh, currently. My concern is high inflation, low growth. That is my main concern, high inflation and low growth. And so many individuals, if you just look at the economy and you, and you look at the risks and you know the government will come out and tell you that inflation is coming down drastically. Okay. you know, Just go to the store. I mean, just go to the store, get your prescription refilled. I mean, you know, it's, it's just different. I mean, you know, stakes, and we saw a statistic this past week, stakes are up a hundred percent year over year. So I don't know if inflation is coming down. GDP was really, really strong again this week. And if you look at what the market is doing, the market, I think, is factoring in uh, three or four rate cuts this year. Think about that. Rate cuts when inflation is still high, um, uh, employment is is incredibly low, GDP is still high you know, is, is very good based upon how they, you know, determine it. So are rate cuts really going to happen? So what happens if rate cuts don't happen? What happens to the market? So if we look at, are we in a bull market yet? And we, we look at the durability of a bull run, not just, you know, something that is, you know, 2022, we're down, uh, you know, 20% last year, obviously we were up significantly. So trying to get off of the kind of this roller coaster game, um, but there are potential, you know, economic obstacles that I think in 2024 that we may face that could delay the start of a bull run that is sustainable. Um, but there are opportunities. And I think that is the the goal here. You know, you used to hear, and well, I think he still says it, you know, Jim Cramer and everybody bags on Jim Cramer. I mean, it, you know, you go on TV and make, um, you know, give your opinion every single day. I mean, you're always going to be able to find you know, issues with, with his recommendations, but I mean, very, very bright person. And, and, and I think he's done a tremendous job of education for individuals. So he, you know, again, if we look at 2024, I think if we look at the sustainability of a bull run, where just no matter what you buy goes up, I think we may have to wait, and, and, but there are opportunities. And then and, and that's where Jim Cramer comes in. There's always a bull market somewhere. Right. And so I think we have to, you know, investors have to consider staying cautious on this market. And I think U.S. stocks, while, you know, shifting to bonds for potential income and capital gains, you know, based upon interest rates, it's just a very hard game to play. Um, I don't know if, if, if that's something that we should be doing. I think what we have to look at is when you look at portfolio construction, you have to look at, okay, if the markets can go up, they can go down or they can go sideways. What do I have in my portfolio that will do well in an up market, make me money in a down market and can take advantage of volatility? That, that, that's really, the, you know, if we boil down investing to its simplest form, that's it. 
but yet most advisors are crafting portfolios that are just closet index strategies that go up and down with the market and you're paying a fee for that. So we have to look at, uh, you know, we're on a mission. We're on a mission to get individuals to think of investing differently, to think of diversification differently. And it's new to the average investor. Like I've said many times on the radio show over the years, we work with investors who have $10,000 and we work with clients who have 50, $60 million net worths. The amount of money that you have shouldn't determine the quality of your investment advice. And yes, I have friends in the industry that only work with people who have 1 million, who only have 5 million, who only have 10 million, whatever. I mean, that doesn't make them better. That's, I mean, that, that's, you know, to me, I want to work with somebody who understands that the way you beat the market long-term, the way you increase the predictability of your income, the way that you create the, and increase the longevity of, of, of your, your assets, the way that you, you know, keep more of what you got by including tax, you know, strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income. We want to work with individuals who want that. We don't want to work with individuals who just want more of the same. And, And unfortunately, you know, in this business, individual investors don't know what they don't know. And, you know, I try to, 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 to educate investors, but here's the challenge. Most investment advisors, we all, for the most part, sound very smart. We can talk a great game. We can all talk about risk management, asset allocation, blah, blah, blah. But when, here's where the rubber meets the road. Last year, you know, the markets were good. But let's go back to 2022. Markets were down 20%. What did you have in your portfolio that made you money? I mean, that's the simplest question. What did you have in your portfolio that made you money in 2022 when the markets were down? What did you have... Uh, that you could point to that was protected against loss? What did you have that you could still derive distributions of 11% inside of your portfolio in 2022, as long as the markets weren't down 30%? What did you have in your portfolio that greatly reduced your taxable income to the tune of, you know, 70 to $80,000 per $100,000 invested? Those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. And those are the questions that we're asking investors. And those are the questions that we're going to continue to ask investors in 2024, because again, we're on a mission. We're on a mission to make sure that you are not at the mercy of something that we can't control, which is just hoping the markets go up. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, reach out with Paige. She'll get uh, uh, set a time up for an initial call. Generally, those calls are 10, 15, 20 minutes. It, it's really just to learn about what you're doing, learn about our thoughts, our philosophies, our planning, our income strategies, our tax reduction strategies, our ma- growth maximization strategies. And if there's a fit, then we'll go down our planning process. And, and, and that's what that first call uh, is really geared towards. So 630-492-1912. Okay. So, yeah, I think we have to stay cautious on equities. Uh, we continue to see risk. We continue to see risks in U.S. stocks, particularly in the market cap weighted benchmarks uh, that, you know, there's extreme concentration. The biggest tech names are weighing very, very heavily in the major indices. And that's a concern. It's not a concern when everything's going up. That's a great thing. Right. But inevitably, the markets go the other way at times as well. So. 
you know, given such risks, you know, we expect the S&P 500 uh, this year to trade between 4,100 and 5,100 throughout the year, likely ending 2024 in the 4,500 range. So if we have a buy and hold strategy, which again, we don't believe in buy and hold. We don't believe in active management. We believe in you have to invest based upon where the market is. At sometimes it's active management. Sometimes it's buy and hold. Again, that's another strategy that that uh, it's a fallacy and, and, and it's is wrong. When advisors, you know, preach only buy and hold, ask them how they're managing their money. Are you just blindly investing in indexes and never touching it with your personal money? Ask them what the firm that they're working with, if they're with a big bank or a big brokerage firm, ask them, is that how the banks, the brokerage firms are managing their money? I mean, we know the answer to that is no. So why is it that individuals are being convinced that that's how you have to manage your money? Here's why. It's great for the advisor. It's great for the firm because of the predictability of revenue that's being generated from you as a client. Because if they're not trying to actually manage money, if they're trying to show you statistics that just show you they had to buy and hold and never never think about it. Because there's always a, a counter statistic. There always is, right? That'll show a different you know, uh, uh, thought process on things. But if the advisor is just convincing you to buy and hold, well, that frees up their time to go get new clients. And if they can charge a one to one and a half percent or two and a half percent or whatever their fee is, well, it's great for them. But is it really good for you, especially in a market that is priced to perfection potentially? So if we don't get these interest rate cuts, what happens? We're in an election. What if there's chaos there? So people who want protection, people who want short-term protection, it's there. People who want to reduce taxable income, it's there. We just have to have a conversation. Let us educate you. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. We're going to talk about shift to fixed income and is now the time after the break. Puzzled by your retirement options? It can be hard to put together a retirement strategy without being able to see the whole picture. Coon Capital Partners takes pride in providing comprehensive retirement strategy services to our clients. Our comprehensive services integrate all aspects of our clients' financial picture in a coordinated effort to provide for financial clarity and multi-generational wealth. Visit kuncp.com or give us a call at 630-492-1912 to schedule a consultation today. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, independent registered investment advisory firm and a fiduciary. Everything we do is to craft portfolios that can do well or at least uh, have strategies that can do well when the markets are up, down, or sideways because those strategies exist. Yes, you can make money in a down market. Yes, you can make money in a down market. Again, I have to sing that from the rooftop. Sometimes I have to feel like I need to stand outside on on a corner with a sign that says, yes, you can make money in a down market if you have the right strategies in place. And here's the beauty. You're not giving up potentially a whole lot on the upside. Think about that. Would you take an investment that you were capped at 20% growth on the upside? So 15 month investment. Would you take an investment that capture growth for safe money, for some money in your portfolio that your maximum gain was 20%? So if you had a 15 month investment and it was tied to say the S&P 500 and it was offered and backed by the largest bank in the world, one of the most credit worthy banks in the world, and you received 100% of the S&P 500 return from zero to 20, would you invest in that? 
I mean, most people would. So if the S&P was up 10, you get 10, 20, you get 20, 25, well, you get 20. So it's capped at 20 on the upside. For that cap, you're able to make money on the downside. So say it had a 20% buffer. So anything, if the S&P was down 20% or less, you received the inverse return. So if the S&P was down five, you were positive five, 10, you were positive 10, 20, you were positive 20. So you had a cap on the upside of 20, protection on the downside to make money to negative 20. And then if the market saw a significant sell-off like in 08, well, you didn't experience the first 20% of that loss. So if the S&P was down 21 after that 15 month period, well, you were only down one. 22, you were down two. 23, you were down three, et cetera. Would you invest in that? I mean, that's a fantastic strategy, right? I mean, my goodness, that how about that for predictability? Or what if you wanted to bring that strategy and partner it with a strategy that produced income? So that would pay, let's say, 11.5%. That strategy exists today, 11.5%, as long as the markets don't lose 30. So as long as the S&P, the NASDAQ, and the Russell aren't down 30%, you collected 11.5% a year. I mean, so you think about those two strategies. That's what we're talking about when it comes to creating strategies that have predictability. Strategies that we know the outcome before we invest. And that bucket of money, it may only be 10%, 15%, 30% of your portfolio. But what else do you have in your portfolio that you could look at that you could point to that you could say to your spouse or your friend that if the markets drop, I know I'm going to make X. If you don't have that, we need to have a conversation. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Cuz that's what we're talking about. And also we're talking a lot about strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income to the tune of 70 to $80,000 per $100,000 invested while paying what we consider to be good targeted distributions in the 13 to 18% range <clears throat> that are not dependent upon Uh, the stock and bond market. Now, we're not tax advisors, okay? So anything when we talk about taxes, these are very basic tax strategies, but we don't provide tax advice. So we always suggest that you talk with your tax professional before you make any investment. But if you sold a business, you sold a building, you have uh, take large uh, distributions from your IRA. If you have concentrated stock that you're looking to get out of, if you have um, you know, significant capital gains. Let's talk about these strategies, 630-492-1912. So are we in a bull market? Flip a coin, right? Uh, unfortunately, that's how it seems. So again, stocks can go up, down, and sideways. We have to have strategies in place that can go up, down, or do well, whether they are up, down, or sideways, whether the market is up, down, or sideways. So we're talking a lot about fixed income recently. And when we look at fixed income, Fixed income is very basic. Fixed income historically has been a great place to hide. It's been a great place to get three, four, five, six percent. Um, so that when you hear the balanced portfolio, that's where a lot of that philosophy has come from. Because if you look at where interest rates were <clears throat> in the 80s, and I think they topped out, <clears throat> excuse me, in the mid 80s, 85, 86, at 13, 14, 15%. Well, really all they've done is go down since then. And so fixed income has made a lot of money. I mean, as, as interest rates go down, fixed income um, is becomes a very attractable investment. So that is where advisors for the average client, the average investor, 
They really wanted to use fixed income as a means of portfolio diversification, as a means of portfolio stabilization in periods of weakness. But the more you know, research and statistical analysis that has come out, you have to really wonder, look at the last three years, is fixed income really providing you with that protection that you think you have? Or are there other strategies that can give you more certainty and potentially greater rates of return than fixed income. So we are seeing a lot of advisors that are suggesting that individuals consider putting a larger share of portfolio in bonds. And as interest rates remain higher for longer, investors may get better risk-adjusted returns uh, from the annual rates that are paid on bonds while potentially also earning capital gains if actually interest rates do decline in 2024. So, you know, is that a good strategy? I don't know. There's just a lot of, again, uncertainty. And when we look at protection and we look at hedging, we want certainty, right? Isn't that why we're trying to buy protection? If you're a farmer, you, you know how to protect that. You, you're, uh, you know, the, the commodity risk. And I just never fully understood why that individuals don't have protection inside of their portfolio. And it simply comes down to the advisor. It's not you, it's the advisor. We're going to talk a lot about that in 2024. It's not you, it's the advisor. An advisor's job is to really educate you on strategies that are going to be new to you, strategies that you're going to uh, have to uh, learn a little bit about. And to me, it's a very, very minimal investment of your time to know that, okay, there's a five-year bucket of money out there that I could invest in today, a strategy that's five years, right? And I know my worst year is zero. That That's appealing to some people. If they know that you can never lose money in this investment, five-year money. So it's a five-year investment, okay? So you, so you have to really forget about that money for five years. Now, you can take distributions from it. You can take withdrawals from it, but you know, the principal is really locked for five years and that's okay for some of your money. I mean, that, that's not a bad thing. Now, if it was all of your money, that would be an issue, uh, in my opinion. But so for five years, you, you know, your worst year is zero and you know, currently that you're going to get the first 11 and a half percent of the S and P 500. So if you're content and there's a lot of people that will be content with this and some that won't, but there's a lot of people for some of their money that they would like to know that, okay, I can't lose money. I'm going to get the first 11 and percent of the S and P price movement. So I'm going to get the first 11 and percent of the S and P price movement. And then if I get a gain in a year, that gains locked in. So I'm not going to give it back in future down markets. And the only thing that the only caveat to that is, is that it's five year money. That's very appealing to a lot of people. So you have to look at it and say, okay, well, there's a lot of interest rate risk. There's a lot of geopolitical risk. There's a lot of uncertainty in the market. Are rates really going to come down when, you know, inflation is still high. Unemployment is exceptionally low. GDP is, you know, relatively good, yet they're going to still cut rates. So it's a challenge there. And so I have to think that when we look at investing, um, we have to look at things a little bit differently. Maybe now is not the time to own fixed income. Maybe now is the time to take that fixed income money and put it in that dual directional note that we talked about or put it in the income note that we talked about that's paying over 11% as long as the markets don't drop 30 or put it in that five-year bucket money that's tied to the S&P, but we know that we can't lose money. So those are the things that we have to consider. Those are the things that we have to talk about. That's a good advisor is bringing current clients options to mitigate 
future downside. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And I think we have to seek opportunities beyond just stocks and bonds. That to me is something that we must do. And individuals can do that finally. We're seeing the access to private investments, to other types of strategies that have been owned by endowments, institutions, high, uh, the high net worth for really ever, now are being readily made to uh, available to the average investor. So I think we have to seek opportunities outside of just stocks and bonds. And we can do that because we prefer when you look at, um, you know, strategies that, that are not tied to the stock and bond market. Generally, we like the energy space. There's just tremendous. Uh, I believe there's a tremendous tailwind in the energy space. Renewables are always going to you know, be there. It's always going to be an important part, but I think the world is starting to recognize that living on renewables to power our everyday lives is becoming incredibly hard. You know, we look at EVs and we look at, you know, just what is going on with the trend of EVs. And I think he had Hertz selling 20,000 EVs, uh, flooding the market. And, uh, we're just starting to see that. Yes, it's an important part but it's never going to replace, you know, what it is. You know, really, it's just never going to replace oil. I mean, oil is just going to have to be here in some form or fashion. And when you can look at the energy space and you can invest in, you know, strategies inside of the energy space that can provide uh, predictability of distributions that are in the you know neighborhood of, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 percent while receiving significant tax benefits, well, that may make sense to have a 10% allocation of your portfolio to that or a 5% or a 15%. And, and it's my job to share with you what those strategies are. Let's go over the risks. Let's go over the, the rewards. Let's go over, you know, the tax strategies, the tax benefits. How can we, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's what you keep, right? It's not what you make. So if you sold a business, sold a building, you're a high wage earner, have concentrated stock, take large distributions from your IRA, Let's talk about strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income. So uh, any of that uh, piques of interest, let's have that conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Give Paige a call. We will uh, have that conversation and uh, see where it leads. So more after the break. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner, a side piece, I would argue the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box, and the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 630-492-1912 or visit his website at kuhncp.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm Robert Kuhn, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners independent registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to try and generate portfolios that have characteristics to be able to do well, whether the markets are up, down, or sideways. So we talked a lot this week about taxes and protection and those strategies that um, may be new to you. And uh, they do exist. And, And it's, again, our job to make sure that as financial educators that we are bringing these to uh, to you to make sure that uh, you know before the markets may not, um, you know, re- uh, the returns may not be what you expect. And I certainly would like to make sure that we are, or you are, 
uh, aware of what could happen to your portfolio before that happens. So if you have any questions when it comes to investing 401k or anything finance related, just give Paige a call. She will set some time up for us to have initial conversation. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. So uh, protection again, uh, I think, you know, if we look at uh, ways to protect, uh, there's a lot of individuals out there that are concerned, concerned with the market. They want growth, but they don't want to lose money. And, you know, there are some very, very interesting strategies, whether it's short term or longer term. We love a five year strategy today, um, principal protected. So you can't, you know, your worst year is going to be zero. Uh, currently, uh, it's capturing the first 11 and a half percent of the S&P uh, price movement on an annual basis. Uh, and any gain that you get in a year, that gain is locked in. And so if you're concerned with the market, if you're concerned with the election, if you're concerned with, you know, how far we've come in the market growth wise and how fast and you think that there's going to be a correction, but you're not certain, uh, this could be a really good strategy for you. Five years, uh, principal protected, any gain you get in a year, it's locked in. And the current uh, gain is 11.5% of the price movement of the S&P 500. So what that has actually done over the last 25 years, if you put $100,000 in the market, um, it in the S&P that is, it grew as of the end of 2022. Uh, it grew to 623,000. So 100,000 grew to 623. And you would have had to have been able not to make any changes during the dot-com crash and the, the uh, great financial crisis in 08. And then certainly in 2022 when the markets were down, but that grew to 623,000, which is fantastic. Uh, a lot of uh, what ifs though, you know, especially if you're in retirement, we see people that are worried uh, we see people that, um, you know, can't handle that volatility once you're not investing in dollar cost averaging anymore. Uh, so your 100,000 grew to 623. If you had the 11.5% cap, um, so you were capped on the upside, so you got the first 11.5% of the S&P, but for that trade-off, your worst year was zero, and then any gain that you had was locked in, your value actually would have been 600. 50,000. So think about that. Uh, you actually beat the market. You beat the S&P 500 in this hypothetical scenario um, by not being uh, or having exposure to losses. And so that's a big deal. So there's a lot of people that would love that. They would love the fact that, you know, you know, your worst year is zero, especially in this market. And you're able to, um, you know, capture the first 11 and a half percent of the S&P 500. To some people, that wouldn't be good enough. I mean, you know, it really just comes down to, you know, what type of an investor you are. We, you know, there's all types of investors, but if you're conservative or if you want to have a, a pot of money or a percentage of your portfolio that you know can't lose, this is going to be a really, really strong option to consider. Uh, the downside is it's five years, right? So you can you can certainly take out um, you know money during that five-year period, but, uh, but, but it is a five-year investment. And so you have to part with that money for five years. But again, IRA money, that generally isn't, isn't a big deal. So uh, with that being said, if you have an interest in that, give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912.
those that have a million or more, maybe you have 3 million, 5 million, 7 million, 10 million, et cetera, you're not so much worried about income, but really you need to be worried about maximizing that income because that to me, for those that have over a million dollars, maybe one to 10 million, one to 15 million, you know, you can pay the bills, right? Unless you, you know, you live in a, you know, a lifestyle that continuously, you're just, you know, it can, your, your cost of living continues to go up much, much greater than the average is. Um, you know, you're not worried about paying bills, but you know what, we really need to focus on how do we maximize that? How can we take the least amount of money to give you the most amount of income that you need so the rest of the assets can grow? Because at the end of the day, I think investing, if we know what the downside is, if we know we can protect on the downside or even make money on the downside, then you're going to just continue to compound that wealth. And that at the end is, is our job. I think that's the job of an advisor is to make sure we're, we're compounding that money no matter what. Um, that's when you know you have a good advisor. That's when you know you have a good plan. You have strategies, again, that you know can um, you know, do well when the markets don't do well. Because here's what could happen. If you look at the Magnificent Seven, um, those seven stocks, the market cap of those seven stocks are actually greater than the UK, Canada, and the Japan stock markets. Think about that. I mean, that is absolutely crazy. And so we have so much concentration of these gains that we've experienced in just a handful of stocks. And those stocks in 2022, my goodness, you probably wouldn't have kept them because of, of, of how much they've, they've gone down. And, you know, when we look at kind of buy and hold and we, we look at, again, we're neither buy and hold investors or active managers. I mean, we believe that whatever the market tells us to do, we have to do. Some periods it's buy and hold, some periods it's active management. So you can't pigeonhole us into a philosophy. Nine out of 10 advisors are going to tell you to buy and hold. It's good for the advisor, right? Because they're going to convince you that you can't play defense. They're going to convince you that it's okay to lose money. But because that allows them to be out raising more money so they can charge a fee, increase their income. Um, but that's that could be good and it could be bad. So I don't have to play that game of, well, you know what? We will even buy and hold and it didn't work for three years, like in 2000, 2001 and two or in 2008. You know, I mean, think about that. In 2008, advisors wanted to convince you that it was OK to lose 38 percent of your money. I mean, goodness, I mean, you know, playing, you know, managing money is not guessing. I mean, it's not trying to look into my crystal ball. It's just making sure that we're playing offense and defense. And so it's hard for, you know, if we have to be active, we'll be active. If we have to, you know, have a strategy that is buy and hold, then we'll have a strategy that's buy and hold. And here's the beauty of it. A good portfolio has strategies to both. That is a good portfolio. And that's what most people don't do. And that's what most advisors don't do. Because, you know, here in Walgreens, I mean, we have a lot of clients and we have a lot of investors that own Walgreens. And and if you invested $10,000 in Walgreens 10 years ago, you'd have $5,353 today. And that includes the dividends, even less when factoring inflation, right? I mean, that's, that's a challenge, Right. And, and so, you know, we have a lot of people that are living on dividends, which is fine. But is it still the best way to, you know, because what we'll see here is, well, people will say, well, if the stock goes down, my dividend yield goes up. Well, that's true until they cut the dividend. And so, you know, is 
owning a single stock or a group of stocks still the best way to drive predictable cash flow. And so we have to look at different ways to construct cash flow today. And so that's, that's what we're focused on. That's at the heart of everything that we're doing again, you know, in closing up shop for this show this week, um, you know, end of January, um, it, you know, our job is we're in a very uncertain market. Doesn't mean it's not going to continue to go up. Don't think that because it could. Um, but I do think the market is priced to perfection. And if we don't get those interest rate cuts, what's going to happen? And so you have to have strategies that can protect, but not protect and not grow. And, and I've seen far too many of the annuities out there today that that's what everybody's putting their money in and they're just not growing, right? I'm not saying an annuity is bad, okay? Be, but if it has to be the right one. And there are some very, very short-term ones, five-year ones, that are simply tied to the S&P. The caps on them are 11, 11.5% today. They're limited distribution, so not every advisor has access to them. But if you truly are that conservative investor, if you've bought an annuity in the past and it's not growing, let us see if we can help you, okay? Let us see if we can help you. If you are willing to bring in some level of risk, we think the banknotes are a better option or a good component to the the annuity option because I think we can get a little bit more yield on on that. So it neither, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything, right? I'm just so tired of seeing advisors shove stuff into the wrong annuity and, and people just, you know, yes, they have the certainty, but it's not growing. So if you have an annuity, let, let us help you see if we can, especially if it's not growing, let us help you see if we can fix that. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody for joining us last show of January. I think it's the last show of January. Is it the last show of January? Let's just take a look here real quick at the calendar. It is, it is the last show. Of, uh, no, it's not. So we have one more show in January actually. So one more show, uh, in January. Well, no, it, it is the last show of January. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I want to, uh, just, you know, hopefully everybody is, is having a good start to the year. Any questions, any, uh, protection questions, any tax reduction strategies that we can help you with, give Paige a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So we'll be back next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, 
including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.